Hello everyone and welcome to Sound Waves, the podcast of the Ellen MacArthur Cancer Trust. As is tradition, the podcast takes a break over the summer as we shift our focus to doing what we do, supporting young people living through and beyond cancer. And that's what we did. It was a summer to remember, especially after two years of seasons affected by the pandemic. Our bases in Largs and East Cows were buzzing with hundreds of young people on their first trust adventures and those coming back for more. There were trips to Bradwell, Waterpark, Longtown, sailing with other organisations, round the island race, canals, there was graduate volunteer training. We supported siblings again for the first time since 2019. It was a big summer. To mark the occasion, I spoke to CEO Frank Fletcher and Skipper Becky all about what our 2022 looked like. It was really nice to just sit down, breathe out and reflect on a wonderful time. What I will say about this recording is we did it in person, which we don't usually do and the audio slightly reflects that. We'd just got the Zoom thing down and then bam, we are recording face to face. So uh, please do forgive me for some background noise. Anyway, the three of us chat about the season, share best bits, Frank explains why the questionnaires young people did this year are vital to improving the support we offer, we talk about the positive vibe we all felt, it was really, really lovely. So pull up a chair and join us at our table and come have a listen. Frank, 266 young people sailed for four days for the first time, 228 returned for more sailing and outdoor adventure, 12 brothers and sisters joined our first sibling trip in three years, 34 trips in all, and we've trained some new volunteers who were supported by the Trust too. How do you feel it all went? So it was a great summer, Scott. Absolutely fantastic. But I think um, the numbers are great and it was just brilliant to be back on the water as normal as possible post-COVID. I mean, that was the most wonderful thing about this year. Um, but it's actually not really about the numbers. It's, a, it's about the difference that we make and... Um, you know, we've made a massive difference to young people um, in recovery from cancer this year. And, and that's what we do. That's what we're about. That's the difference that we make. We, we help them to believe in a brighter future. And, um, yeah, it's just fantastic. And, Becky, you were out on the water this year. How, how was it for you? Yeah, hi, Scott. Hi, Frank. Um, you know, it was actually just so amazing and lovely just to be back with the young people just seeing them in a more normal environment again and just seeing what they got out of the trips. You know, I've had the privilege of being on the yacht and also at the adventure centres. Um, and it just, oh, it just, it was such a lovely feeling, you know, just they were so grateful to be on the trips. The volunteers were so happy to be there and the whole thing just gelled and it was just a lovely, lovely summer. I was going to say, Becky, can you tell us about what it was like getting back to those four-day first-time trips? Because last year we had those one-day Taste of the Trust trips, and what was it like having that Monday to Thursday experience back? Do you know what? It was actually uh, the first one this year. It was slightly, before it, it was slightly nerve-wracking because we hadn't done it for two, three years. And, um, and just watching them arrive for that first time, and then cows just come off the Jenny boat and walk down the pontoon... Um, and just see them all and see how nervous they were at first and then just to see that journey over the four days and then when they left again at the end of those four days to have that feeling again the feeling that you've actually done something good and actually what they've got out of it was actually just so refreshing so it was actually very exciting 
you would have felt that around the office as well, right? Yeah, it was great. I mean, I think both in the office, you know, on the trips that I went and jumped on for a day, residential that I went to in Water Park. I think just it felt, you know, felt like a, 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 as, as close to a normal summer as um, as it could. It was great. And I think it's just, it's just brilliant to be back doing, you know, doing all the things that we do, which leads to the difference that we make. Um, you know, it didn't. It had its challenges at times. You know, we we um, you know COVID kept us on our toes. We um, you know we had a, a, a you know we had a couple of trips where you know we had COVID you know join us as, a, as an extra guest, not not particularly the extra guest that you've ever wanted. Um, but actually, the team responded really well. You know, both um, during the time and then in you know looking forward and replacing skippers and mates and volunteers who then needed to self-isolate so you know it was a, it was a summer with some challenges but overall it was a fantastic summer we got you know you you referred to the numbers at the beginning of the podcast scott we got over 500 young people on the water and we made a real difference to to their lives and you know we enabled them to believe in a brighter future you mentioned there was a few challenges covid being the main guest that was uh, unwanted and uninvited along uh, but can you talk about actually how the trust community came together to make sure we could still do what it was we do? Yeah. I mean, our volunteers were fantastic. You know, as both of you know, you know, we had weeks where I think we'd replaced a medic four times because, you know, we had a medic drop out because they got COVID and then their replacement then, you know, because we had lots of our medics working in hospitals then got COVID and then, you know, we were literally onto the like, we've replaced this person four times and... Yeah, we had volunteers who, you know, went and travelled 300 miles to pick some young people up to then travel 300 miles to then, um, actually on one occasion, then not even join the trip, just to deliver the young people to the start of the trip. Um, our skippers were fantastic. You know, everybody, the whole team, the team in the office, um, the leadership team, you know, our skippers, our mates, our volunteers, our medics, you know, everybody was just great because they understood that, you know, at times, you know, it did become quite difficult. Um, but but actually what the team remained really focused on was let's get the trips running, let's get young people on the water. Everyone was so flexible. Yeah, they were. You know, including the young people. Yeah. Who, who you know, really understood it. Yeah. You know, and that's from the new young people coming on the first time trips and especially those that have been on trips before who were just so grateful for us making it happen. Yeah. You know, and you just you felt that whole vibe and a whole family sort of come together. And it was just, you know, every time they, people actually arrived on the trip, you know, it's a bit of a sort of, yes, like they're here. We, they're here now, yeah. you know, because we, we, we knew the journey it took to get them there from the young people to the volunteers changing to the office team working all hours of the day to make it happen. You know, and people were patient and kind. Yeah. Well, those would be the two words that I'd pick out. You know, people were very patient with us. We really appreciated that, and people were really kind to each other. And actually, we needed some kindness this summer. And actually, people were kind on the trips. People were kind in the build-up to the trip. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was a fantastic summer. Had its challenges, but I really felt that the the, the trust community really came together and rose to those challenges. Yeah. Steve, Frank and I work in the office and we hope that's the case out on the water. We hope that's the case out in the community. But obviously you're on the water, you're with the volunteers, you're with the young people. Is that what you felt that people did sort of rally together to make sure things happened? Oh, definitely. Absolutely, definitely. Um, from the volunteers, but also just the young people on the, on the, on the yacht and on the, at the residentials, understanding that we did still have to 
look at COVID, change things a little bit, adapt things. And actually everyone was so, so adaptable and so kind. And it just, it made you feel that people were just so relieved that actually we were back getting to some sort of normality as well. And there was a big appreciation for that, you know, because it did have its challenges. But actually once we were going, once we were out there, once we were on the boats, once we were sailing, once we were doing an abseiling, once we were on a canoe, whatever it was, everyone forgot that. And it was just really nice that actually they could just sort of park that and actually just continue with, with the trip. So, it was, yeah, it was really nice. One of the big things young people will have noticed this year is the pre- and post-trip questionnaire they got sent. The questionnaire is a, it's a bit of a, a beige word, but can you tell everyone what the purpose of these was and why they really are so important? Yeah, so I, I, I'm, you might have to stop me, Scott, because I know this is a length of podcast and I can talk about this probably for far too long. So this really started three years ago. So we've always wanted to understand better the impact that we have on young people. And um, we've tried doing this in lots of different ways, you know, since we started in 2003. And we started going down a path um, just before COVID, um, working with a, with a fantastic organisation called Trust Impact. And we wanted to be able to show very clearly that the trust was... was we've never felt as an organisation that the trust is a holiday or a treat. We've always felt that the trust is about seeing real change in young people and what we wanted to get to is where we could we could prove that independently and so we have worked with trust impact we started working with them before covid we looked at our our theory of change we looked at where we felt we were making that difference to young people and we developed with them uh, we developed with them a way of measuring that impact so what we're using is we're using the warwick edinburgh wellbeing scale um, and that is an independent, academically rigorous way of measuring young people's well-being. So actually what we do is we, we go to young people just before they come on the trip, two weeks after the trip, and then 90 days later, and we ask them the seven, we ask them seven questions. And these aren't questions that we've developed. These are questions that have been developed um, academically, rigorously, that many, many youth organisations used to measure the effect that we're having on young people's well-being so we can we can show that we are having a positive impact on young people's well-being and those questions are around things like you know can people deal with problems um are they able to make up their own minds thinking clearly feeling optimistic feeling close to other people and what we've shown with those questions is that 75 percent of the young people that we work with um, between the first questionnaire just before they come on a trip and the second questionnaire two weeks later, they see an improvement in their well-being. And on average, we're seeing, using this uh, Warwick Edinburgh scale, we're seeing an 11% change in, in, in their well-being. Um, we're seeing around 8% of young people who are not seeing any change in their well-being. And then we are seeing 17% of young people who decline in their well-being during that time and we need to work out and we're going to be completely honest and open and, and, and completely transparent with these figures which is why it's as important that we talk about when we're seeing no change or we're seeing a decline as it is when we talk about the 75% who improve what we will be able to do as we gather more data is work out exactly 
where we're having the most impact and, and where we're not having that impact, what's that to do with? Um, all of this data at some point next year will be um, on our website. People will be able to go and see that. You can drill down into that data. So you can look and you can go, what's the effect that we're having in our 14 to 17 year olds? What's the effect that we're having in our 18 to 24 year olds? The scale that we're using isn't suitable for those young people that we work with between the ages of 8 and 13. And at some point in the future, we'll have a way of measuring their impact again in an independent, academically rigorous way. I think the most encouraging data is the, the scale that we're using measures people's level of, of well-being. Um, and that's a, that's a measure that's used across the country. And um, 107 young people, before they came on our trip, were in the low well-being range. So, so when those young people came and asked those questions, um, they, they were, the, the measurement was, was you know, of a low well-being. 185 were showing medium well-being and 27 had good well-being. And two weeks later, that 107 in, in low well-being had reduced to 44. <clears throat> the 185 in, in well-being had reduced to 173 because the amount in good well-being had moved from 27 to 54. So we saw a really positive impact <clears throat> in young people's well-being and we moved people out of low well-being either into medium or good well-being to, you know, with this independent scale. I think the other thing that's really encouraging and, and actually one of the reasons we're waiting to publish till next year is we're still gathering data on the 90 days after the trip. But in all of the questions that we ask, so all of the seven areas that we ask, what we're seeing is a long-term impact. So what you quite often see with an intervention is that people have a low score. You, you then measure two weeks later and the score goes up. But then when you come back and you measure in our case, 90 days later, the score has actually gone back down to where it was on the first measure. But what we're seeing is sustained improvement. So we're seeing an improvement on the measure of those seven areas um, after two weeks, after the trip. And then we're seeing that that's sustained for 90 days. <clears throat> As I say, I can talk about this for far too long. I think what this actually shows is we can prove to people independently using something that is academically rigorous, that is used by organisations that work with young people across the country, that we're not a nice to have. You know, we're not, we're not a treat. We're not, a, I hate the word holiday. We're not a holiday. We're an intervention with young people post-treatment that has a truly positive impact on them that, that continues for, you know, well beyond the trip and, and you know, well beyond, you know, that, that intervention. And at the start of this year, we had um, some podcasts about feelings of acceptance, independence and optimism. Uh, knowing that those are the impacts of a trust adventure obviously came from this research um, and learning more about what it is the trust does and the impact that the trust has. How does it feel having those words, acceptance, independence and optimism? And does it feel like we're able to more accurately describe the magic that happens thanks to them? Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you'll find is... So, so yes, and actually the questions that we're asking young people are, and this, you know, all of this were linked together. But I think what you'll find is as we, um, you know, as we collect more of this data over the next two or three years, actually what we'll be able to do is we, you know, we may end up, we, you know, we'll, we'll adjust our theory of change 
to the results that we're seeing. And it may be that actually we adjust those words slightly to what we're seeing and the more information that we get in. But it is really great to be able to go to people and say, you know, this isn't us telling you that we have this amazing effect on young people and we make this massive difference. This is us being able to come to to consultants in hospitals, the partners, that the wonderful partners that we work with, parents, young people themselves, and say, here is evidence that we can show that we have a long-term impact on the mental well-being of young people post-treatment. And that's incredibly powerful and incredibly important. And then what it will allow us to do in the future is the more data that we get, the more we'll be able to drill down into that data. It's very difficult to describe on a podcast you know, when it's live on the website, you will be able to go and drill down and look at different interventions that we have with different age groups, with different young people, with different gender, you know, different... You'll be able to drill down and look at where are we having the most difference. And that means that, um, you know, we're, we're going into what is going to be, without any doubt, a tough few years. And this will really allow us to use the resources that we have in the most efficient way to, have the, to, to make sure that as an organisation we're having the biggest impact on young people. Becky, what do you think when you hear those three words? Is that what you're seeing from young people on trips? Acceptance, independence, optimism? Is that how they're feeling by the end of the week? Yeah, I think they're actually really good words. I mean, we've talked about competence a lot in the past, <laughs> but it's so much more than that, you know? Um, so definitely that, that optimism. You can definitely see that. Um, acceptance, actually, yeah. I am in this place, but I can, you know, there's so much I can do, you know. And then seeing, you know, with each other, the conversation they have with each other, the conversation they have with, like, looking at the sort of graduate volunteers, and you see that, and they're like, yeah, I can go and follow my dream, or I can get through the next few months of school, or, I, you know, and you really see that, and the conversations they're having, because of that the impact questionnaire being sent beforehand, it, that's actually starts helping them with that that thought process you know so when they come on on the trips if it's a first time four day trip or it's a, a return to return to sale trip um it does it helps them believe you know that's the big one it sort of helps them believe in that future yeah kind of plant a seed a little bit yeah definitely definitely and those um especially those that have been on trips before i've had quite a lot of conversations with them and actually them thanking us, you know, on the trips about the questions we're asking them and the thought that's gone into that to think about them as individuals and what, how they're going to move forward, you know, and that's, and that's actually, it's really refreshing. Uh, and I was going to ask you, Becky, about just being part of our skipper fleet. Can you tell us what the vibe has been like for skippers this year? Uh, was it a summer to remember by getting young people properly back on board for everyone after, you know, the last few years? You touched on that feeling of success and triumph of doing it. What was it like uh, as a skipper and with other skippers? Was there a feeling of joy there? Oh, definitely. Absolutely, definitely. Um, everyone was just so proud and happy to be back skippering full of trust again. Um, because we see it. We see that, that impact on the young people. And everyone missed that. You know, because you did... You know, it's such an amazing feeling. You know, we're so privileged to have that, to be there on the ground, seeing that. Um, so the vibe was just amazing. You know, skippers love playing Uno. Skippers love having more fights. <laughs> you know, and just being able to do that again as a team 
was just so lovely. Because so much stuff in the last couple of years has not happened as a team either. You know, there's been very much... People did do other bits of, say, work that was very individual, but to be back as that team again and just feel that from the office team to the skippers to the volunteers, there was just so much joy when people got back together. And it was just, yeah, it was very, very um, special to be able to, to do that again. So we're at the time of year where preparation for 2023 is at the front of our minds, but I hope none of us forget how lovely 2022 was and how successful that was. So to round off, could you both share a best bit of the year? Not the best bit, because there's a lot of them, but just something a highlight of 2022, a success, a win, a nice memory, anything. Oh, for me, um, definitely, actually, I was up in Largs, and we had... Sorry, answer. <laughs> and there were um, <laughs> four boats, and we were heading down, we had south out of Largs, and there was not very much wind, we were just drifting, and the wildlife was incredible. We had dolphins, we had seals, we had gannets, and the young people just loved it. And it was just really special because we were all just so close. We were drifting, just drifting down and it just, the joy they got out of that. And that was everyone. And it was just very special because as all the boats were all very close together. So we were enjoying that special moment together. And that just definitely sticks in my mind. Um, that's lovely. I feel I should say it's got them on other bases available a little bit. There, like, there's no wrong answers I should point out. Um... I think for me the best bit actually, I think seeing, um, I think seeing everyone come back together. So I mean, personally, the best bit to me that you know I went to Water Park. I had a lovely week at Water Park um, with some fantastic young people and some amazing volunteers, and you know it was fantastic. And yeah, you know, there was some really lovely days and some, you know some great things that that went on there. But I think generally. You know, actually just seeing us come back as an organisation and seeing everyone pull together. We talked about that patience and kindness and understanding. And I think actually it was, it was watching that um, and, and seeing that was, was fantastic. That's it for this week. Thank you so much to Frank and Becky for taking the time and you too for listening in. Soundwaves will be back next week. Until then, take care.